It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome into a bonus episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast for all the wrong reasons. I'm your host, Jake Lisko, along with your host, James Rapine, and Bengals country's angry, James. Carl Lawson goes to the New York Jets for about $15 million a year, got about $30 million guaranteed. Former NFL agent and current cap expert Joel Corey tweeting, the Bengals contract structure with lack of contract guarantees besides signing bonus might have been a big factor. There wouldn't have been $30 million in guarantees for Lawson to remain in Cincinnati. So you lose Lawson to the Jets. You do nothing to, to speak of on either side of the ball, but especially the offensive line. And you watch Corey Lindsley sign with another team. You watch Joe Tooney sign with another team. And for me, James, a boiling point was the Lawson news following the Filer news. I still had <laughs> Filer to fall back on. And I still thought, oh, maybe they'll put that money toward Lawson at this point. But now you're you're potentially sitting on the third most cap space in the league behind maybe the Jets and the Jaguars, maybe not even the Jets anymore. And you've done nothing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> like, let, let's just come out and say it. It's flat out embarrassing, Jake. And not because... Oh, they didn't sign Joe Tooney, not because, oh, well, they're, they don't really appear to be in on William Jackson. All of it. Carl Lawson leaving. They haven't addressed the offensive line. Uh, this PR push that says new day, right, and that things are different. And it, the, the fact that in the first day of free agency, a multitude of things could have happened. There, there are so many paths to fans being happy. From something as simple as early, early, early Monday morning around 2 a.m., the Ravens offering Kevin Zeitler a three-year deal and getting that done. Kevin Zeitler, right? A guy that no one was really crying about in 16. I mean, I think everyone understood why they didn't sign him. That could have saved Monday. But no, they couldn't get that done. Andrew Norwell restructures in Jacksonville, so he doesn't hit the free agent market. They're not really in on Joe Tooney because we know damn well they weren't going to give $48 million guaranteed over three seasons in that five-year $80 million deal. It just wasn't going to happen. And in all of these things, and then the Lawson news. And you're right, there's a filer sprinkled in there, and that's a guy I mentioned, hell, on ESPN 1530 and on the our, our first show with Joe, which you need to check out, by the way. Check out the first episode because it wasn't just about Lawson. There's a lot of good stuff and insight there from Joe Goodberry, Jake, and myself. And it uh, it's a damn shame because it, it you're right. The it, Joel's right. Joe's right. He said it earlier. You're right. The, the guaranteed money portion of this is what appears to be the hang-up and that can't be the hang-up anymore. Not if it's a new day. Not if you're going to build around Joe Burrow. It's 2021. It ain't 1973. You got to get the guaranteed money up. You got to spend that cash. And if you didn't do it. And so now, Jake, no matter what they do, unless maybe they sign Trent Williams, I guess that's the one like crazy pie-in-the-sky idea that could win it back. This is the day fans are going to remember, the, nationally especially, when it's like, man, 
the Bengals just don't build around Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert, man, they got him Corey Lindsley. They got him Matt Filer. They're building around their quarterback. What did the Bengals do for Burrow? So sorry I'm ranting, but I just I think that that's the narrative. You guys want to know why? And, I, and I'm not spe- spe- specifically talking to anybody directly. You want to know why the narrative is about the Bengals what it is? And if they want to know why, look at today. Today that's, is why. That's exactly what Mo Egger tweeted as well. You and Mo wow. of, of like minds there. Didn't even see it. Wow. Here, here's, here's what I tried to put together, James. I tried to salvage free agency for the Bengals. I, I tried because for a while I was seeing red. I, I, I lost my balance. I was trying to stay even keel all day on Monday, trying to keep everybody calm. And I was like, okay, with the guys that are available, who's what's the best they can do? And this is what I came up with. Tell me if this you think would, would appease the people that are very angry today. You get Curtis Samuel for Corey Davis money, which, I mean, the Bengals won't do the $27 million guaranteed apparently, but let's pretend that they somehow figured out. Sheldon Rankins, uh, Rick Wagner, Gabe Jackson, Trey Turner, all three of them. Malcolm Butler and Mike Hilton to play corner and slot corner. And Hassan Reddick, Terrell Basham, and Tyus Bowser to bolster the defensive line after losing Carl Lawson. Sign me up. And that's the thing, is there are still paths where it can be successful. There are still paths to the Bengals' plan working. But there is literally zero, not last year when they went after DJ Reader and Trey Waynes, not the year before that. There is zero, zero, zero equity built up because they've never been able to do this. I've put together, it seems like, more free agent plans over the past decade than the Bengals have and executed them properly, right? It's it just, it, it, and I, I'm exaggerating a bit there, but that's the reality. So yes, absolutely sign me up. For this Curtis Samuel, absolutely. I think if you can get him for Corey Davis money, I would do it. Sheldon Rankins, you're upgrading in the trenches. Rick Wagner, I said they should sign him the moment he became available. I remember writing that a couple weeks ago, and you were all in on it too. If he decides he wants to play in 2021, absolutely at the top of the list. And he can start for you at right tackle if you need him to. Gabe Jackson, Trey Turner, just give me one of those. But I would love both, yeah, like you said. And then Malcolm Butler and Mike Hilton. I think they might have upgraded at a couple spots in that situation and not just wide receiver. Like you obviously feel better at right tackle, but do you feel that much worse about corner if they lose Jackson and add Butler and Hilton? I don't feel that much worse. I mean, obviously you're probably losing Alexander too. So there is a path, but do you trust? And let me just ask you as a Bengals fan, do you trust the Bengals to do what you just laid out? I'm very curious to see what they do. I I think that my plan is as pie in the sky as, as Trump Williams, but I was just trying to find like, is there a path toward a successful free agency? Because my initial reaction when Lawson walked is you did nothing today. You're missing on the entirety of tier one. You're losing two of our tier one players in William Jackson and Carl Lawson. How is this team getting better if you don't do anything in tier one and you're relying on the draft? You've got a rookie QB contract. You've got a special player in Joe Burrow. And, and you're exactly right about the narrative. The Chargers had a very similar cap situation to the Bengals, and they today signed Corey Lindsley and Matt Filer, and the Bengals are left to pick up the scraps and build around Joe Burrow. And they have to build a defense, too. And now losing Carl mm. Lawson, literally zero pass rushers on this team. A lot of work to do, and honestly, a lot of time left to do it. But Bengals fans' faith 
mine included, is shaken after I tried to stay strong all day. Building a competent offensive line around Joe Burrow this offseason is the minimum. I'm not going to adjust my expectations because they failed on day one. That's the minimum. Remember that. So even if they go get the line on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're right. They have to get a defense. They have to add weapons. They have to do other things. Because Gary, the gas station clerk down the street, knows the Bengals need help on the offensive line, right? They need to know at Paul Brown Stadium, and they have to know that they have to do much more than that. We'll see if they get it done. Either way, guess what, Jake? We'll have you covered right here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 